This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 185. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 185. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. Happy December. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited that it's December, but I'm going to be honest, I'm not so excited that I'm totally sick. I thought that I got off scot-free with the awful cold and cough that everyone else in my family had and nope, I didn't. So I'm just coughing my life away over here with, I think like some sort of like rib issue from coughing so much. I think I strained a muscle between my ribs, which I've done at other times in my life. I'm also trying to not pee myself every time I cough because we all know I have a very fragile mommy bladder. So it's been really fun. And this is what I get for not being sympathetic when my husband was sick and thinking that he was just kind of milking it a little bit. And now here I am coughing my life away. And I'm recording on Friday. I have to do a six mile run tomorrow. Now I'll clarify and be really open and honest. It's a pub run. So it's not like super hardcore. Basically, I have to run a mile and then drink a beer and then run another mile and then drink another beer. And I have to do that six times. And also don't think I'm hardcore because I can't even drink the full beers. I did this one other time a couple of years ago and I was drinking like quarter beers, maybe a half a beer. And that was plenty for me. That was plenty. But most of the people are drinking a whole beer at every stop. I'm just mostly worried I'm not going to be able to run without coughing and like breaking my lung and breaking my ribs. So we'll see how that all plays out. Then the next day... Well, actually, and then Saturday night after the pub run, 
We have to run home and shower. And then we're going to Trevor Noah, who's going to be in Seattle. So I'm very excited about that. And then on Sunday, I have a five-hour wine tasting event to go to. And I'm just hoping that this sickness will be gone enough that I'll actually be able to taste the wine. Because I was laughing when I committed to the wine tasting that the last time I went wine tasting at this location over in Woodenville, where there's a bunch of wineries, I was sick and I went for my birthday And this was a year ago and I couldn't taste any of the wine and I had a fever. So it wasn't really that fun. And so I was laughing when I signed up for this wine tasting, which is like this girlfriend's St. Nick wine tasting event. Um, There's a bunch of women going and I was laughing like this is my makeup. I went last year at my birthday and I couldn't taste anything. And now I'm like, oh, hmm, well, this will be great because I'll be coughing on everyone. I have this like injured lung or injured rib. And yeah, who knows if I'll be able to taste the wine. So yeah, it's all really great. And I'm laughing because I know I've been talking about in previous episodes, like self-care over the holidays and like do things that you love and take it easy. And here I am. I'm in like crazy hustle mode, which I don't enjoy. I mentioned that last week on the show. I'm getting to the end of hustle mode. So I'm very excited about that. But I'm in hustle mode. I'm not feeling well. I'm having to like just power through and do things that I'm not like super excited about. And then there's a lot of things I am excited about that I want to feel good for. So it's a little bit laughable at this point. But I'm very happy to be here today to talk about three things to think about in December because this is when it all goes down, friends. Like it's crazy. It's busy. It's overwhelming. And I head into the season always really excited about what lies ahead. I love getting the tree. I love having the lights, all that stuff. But like it quickly goes from this like magical time of like, oh, let's dive into Christmas to just like frantic. And so there's already things that are like coming up where I'm like, oh my gosh, when are we going to do this? And when are we going to do that? And I'm already feeling frantic and it's December 1st today. So when this goes live, it'll be December 4th, but I'm recording on December 1st and I'm already totally overwhelmed by December. So in spite of my own best laid plans to chill the heck out over the holidays, I'm already struggling with it. So just putting it out there, keeping it super real for you. The three things I want you to think about in December are three things I'm really going to be thinking about and three things that I'm really preaching in multiple areas of my life. So I'm preaching this with my family. I'm preaching this on the show here. I'm preaching this at my gym really making sure that people feel prepared and ready to take on the holidays so that they can feel filled with magic and filled with like time and space so that you can enjoy them. So I decided to go with a little alliteration like I did last month. So last month we had giving gratitude and grace. And this month we have fuel, freedom and fun, which is its own little category and fire. So we have our three F's, which are actually four F's that I'm going to go through. And these are the things I want you to be thinking about in December so that you can really feel like you can enjoy your holidays and also get done the things that you need to get done. So let's start with fueling. I think the best gift you can give yourself over the holidays is staying well fueled in a few different ways. So for me right now, fueling myself means getting as much sleep as possible. It means making sure I'm getting really high nutritious food so that I can recover from this cold. It means I'm actually not getting in my workouts right now, which I'm super bummed about. So I have the six mile run tomorrow. So like this morning, I did not do my workout, which I know it sounds weird and so nerdy, But I really like struggle when I don't do a workout and I got up and I was like, I don't know what to do with myself, but I shouldn't work out. So I like did some extra reading, hung out with Vinny a little bit, who was in a total funk this morning and 
like I basically diagnosed him as like manic depressive by the time we left the house. And that is not meant to be like a bash on mental illness. I was like, literally like, what is wrong with this child? And I like sent an email to his teacher. I'm like, something's going on. I don't understand. Like the last two mornings, he's been just super off and maybe he's just not feeling well either, but there's that. Another part of fueling myself has been going and getting a mole checked. So if you saw me on Instagram about a week ago, I had a big, huge bandage across my face. So I have this mole on my face. I'm like filled with moles and freckles because it's the curse of the redhead, right? And I had this mole that I felt like was looking a little bit different. And I felt like it was growing, but like growing really deep under my skin. I could see like pigment under my skin. It just seemed weird and not like my other moles and freckles. So I was like, okay, I need to get this checked out. So I go in and get it checked out. And the doctor's like, yeah, it doesn't. She's like, I see what you mean about it being different, but it's not consistent with like anything I would be worried about. She's like, you know, if it was on your back, we would biopsy it like no questions asked just because it would be easy and no big deal to have a little scar on your back. But she's like, it's your face and I don't want to give you an unnecessary scar. So why don't we just watch it for a while? And if you see anything changing, just let me know. But you can come back in at any time and we can biopsy it. And I was like, okay, so basically the only reason we're not going to biopsy it is because I might have a little scar on my face. And she's like, well, you know, I mean, it's the holidays. Like you might want to be taking pictures over Christmas and stuff. And I was like, yeah, like that's not a concern because if the alternative is me laying in bed through the holidays, convinced that I have skin cancer, like give me a scar, no problem. So I had this massive bandage on my face for two days and now that's off and I just have a tiny little bandaid and I look a little bit like Nelly. So, I mean, I kind of feel like a badass, not going to lie. And Vinny's friends at school have just been fascinated by me because nothing attracts the attention of a child like walking into a classroom with a big, huge bandage on your face. And the entire class comes running over to ask you about it. So that's been really fun. But fueling myself in that way, like getting that appointment right away, getting the biopsy done just so that I had peace of mind was a big deal to me. And I know that I've gotten some funny comments from people, not funny, but just like interesting comments where a lot of like, oh, you know, totally right of you to just like get it taken off. It's not worth the worry and like all those kinds of things. And then a friend of mine who I met for dinner the same night I had it taken off, she said, she goes, you know, a lot of people would have canceled dinner if they had to show up with this huge bandage on their face. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. It didn't even enter my mind to cancel it because I don't know, like maybe I should be more vain. Should I care? Mostly I was just annoyed because I couldn't see my food very well because I had to look over the top of this huge bandage that was sticking out of my face. So I was laughing that I was like, I guess a lot of people probably would cancel. Like I'm in the middle of this fairly nice restaurant with a huge bandage on my face. I mean, it is a little weird but it didn't enter my mind to cancel. So I was kind of laughing about that. But for the most part, like I said, I just think it's worth having that peace of mind. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, it's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So making those appointments, doing things that give me peace of mind, for me, that fuels me. For me, that is very freeing. And we're going to talk more about freedom in a moment. So I want you to think about what is going to fuel you. What are things that you can do that you can just like cross off your list, get them done so that you can be like, okay, now I can exhale because that's really important. So that gives you fuel. The other things that are going to give you fuel are taking good care of your health. Like drinking the water, eating the vegetables, eating the protein, all those kinds of things that sounds kind of funny and obvious, but really like think about your nutrition because sometimes we get so caught up in like, oh, but like I had these Christmas cookies for lunch and I just didn't have time to get to anything else. Over time, that makes you feel like crap. That adds up. It makes you feel lethargic, low energy. It can make some people feel pretty depressed when they have sugar crashes. So you want to be really aware 
of how you're fueling yourself with food and with water. How are you fueling yourself with your sleep? So I'm trying really hard to get an adequate sleep right now because I need to recover from this cold and I don't want to feel run down. I don't want to feel low energy and I don't want this to last for any longer than possible. Also trying to stay on top of my vitamin intake, which I'm not always super consistent with, but I'm like, okay, like where's my vitamin D? Where's my fish oil? Where's my elderberry? Where's my extra vitamin C? All those kinds of things. So again, just doing what I need to fuel myself. And I want you to really be thinking about what you can do to fuel yourself physically, mentally, emotionally. Another piece of fueling yourself might be getting in reading, getting in meditation, getting in journaling. So just anything that you can do that gives you clarity, that gives you energy, that gives you space in your calendar, in your daily life, in your head, whatever. So another thing I did this week, I canceled some stuff. I was like, you know, I don't feel good. I'm coughing constantly. My ribs hurt. I need to cancel a few things. So I did that. And that was really freeing. My week this week was way overbooked, which I was already annoyed with myself about. So I was like, okay, if I'm not feeling well, like I'm going to give myself a little grace with this and I'm going to cancel a few things that aren't critical right now, because that's going to allow me to recover so that I can actually like get the other critical things done next week and just like be more productive on other days. So I'm hoping that that pays off so that I can actually recover quickly from all this. Next up, we have freedom and fun. So I put these together and I'll be honest, at first I was just going to have this category be fun to be like, make sure you plan things that are fun, that are just for you for the holidays. And don't be like super concerned about everything being about everyone else, because that's what we get caught up in is we get caught up in, I have to do all these things for the family. And I have to make sure that like so-and-so is coming to town and this person, I need to mail gifts here and make sure that like all the kids stuff is ready to go. You get so wrapped up in that, that it's really hard to take time for yourself. So that was like my first thing is I was like, I want everyone to make sure they plan some fun for themselves. But as part of that, I think part of the fun of planning fun for yourself is that you get a little bit of freedom. And so I put freedom and fun together. So for fun, make sure you're planning something fun that's for you, for you and your partner. Maybe it's for your whole family, but make sure that it's something that you're really into that is really meaningful to you. And it's not just like, we have to go do this, like, you know, maybe going and cutting down a tree in the pouring rain might be an example where you're like, oh, I don't know, like, it sounds fun until you're out in the pouring rain cutting down the tree. Like, it actually might be more fun for you to just go to a tree lot and get a tree. So think about what is actually really fun for you versus sometimes we have these romantic expectations about holidays that turn out to not be that awesome, like in the pouring rain, chopping down the tree. So think about what actually would be fun, or maybe it's just creating space for you to go do your own thing independently. So some of the fun things I like to do, I already mentioned some of the things I'm doing this weekend. This weekend is like my most packed holiday weekend with the pub run. We have date night right after that, going to see Trevor Noah. And then I have this girl's wine tasting thing, which is basically my whole month of fun in one weekend. (laughs) Those are like basically all the things I have planned. But another fun thing I always love to do around the holidays is taking a weekday and it probably will just be like an afternoon. It's not a whole entire day in most cases, but taking a weekday or an afternoon and going shopping for other people. I usually end up buying myself a little something, but taking time on a weekday when I can sneak away and I'm not in a ton of holiday crowds to go do Christmas shopping and get stocking stuffers and do that kind of stuff. And I give myself a decent amount of time. So it's not like, oh, I only have an hour and I have to run over here and then run over there. I really like block some time so that I can be a little more relaxed. I'll probably stop and grab myself some lunch somewhere, maybe have a glass of wine. So just keep it like really chill, really relaxed and let it be just some like 
nice quality solo time. And that's really fun for me. And for me, that's way more fun than like frantically clicking through Amazon, trying to figure out like what I should get and having it all shipped here, which granted, I definitely do some of that. But I really enjoy the like wandering through a store, looking for certain things for certain people. I love going through a bookstore and trying to find books for people like I could spend like hours doing that. So that's really fun for me. And scheduling that kind of fun is very freeing. That makes me feel very free to be like, okay, this is where I've scheduled time that's just for me. I'm making sure that it's like, you know, hopefully like a three or four hour block or maybe even more if possible. So whatever feels like fun and freedom for you, make sure you have some of that. And that might just be that you make sure that like one day each weekend, you don't book anything. So sometimes fun and freedom for me is not doing something on a weekend night. Like actually that's often, I love to not have things booked. So as much as I do get excited, like I can't wait to go to Trevor Noah tomorrow night, but also I'm super excited tonight, Friday night. I'm super excited to be home. So for me, fun and freedom to stay home on a Friday night actually is great. And I actually considered hosting a rather large size group at my house this evening. Some plans changed for tonight. We thought we were going to be at Vinny's school for an event and that got moved. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should take that opportunity to like invite all these people over and just for this big like chili feed. And then I was like, no, I have too many things going on this week. Like, I'm not going to do that because I will be really annoyed when I decide to commit to that. And then I have this weekend that is packed with stuff and I literally won't be able to like sit on my couch by myself until Sunday night. So instead, well, actually, my husband will be on the couch with me, by the way, but just being able to like sit in peace and quiet. So I decided instead, I was like, no, I'm going to have Friday night be a chill night. Like we're intentionally not going to do anything since the rest of the weekend is going to be really busy. And now I'm very excited. Like my freedom and fun tonight is sitting on the couch, chilling out, PJs on like as early as possible, probably by 630. So like dinner in pajamas and then maybe watching a movie with Vinny, like just super chill night at home. That's freedom and fun for me. So just be really aware of what that might look like for you. What events have you scheduled that you're truly looking forward to? What events or moments have you booked just for yourself? And really, sometimes it can be just a moment where you're like, okay, like we're doing the whole tree thing on Saturday. We're doing Christmas shopping on Saturday. And like at five o'clock, I'm going to take a bath by myself before dinner or something like that. Like it could be just a moment. It doesn't have to be a huge production. I also love the idea of a holiday bucket list. And this is something we haven't done. Like I keep every day I think about it. I'm like, tonight we should do this. But I had so much fun creating a summer bucket list with Vinny that I thought we should do a holiday bucket list. And we haven't done it yet, but I do really want to do that. So if I do it, I'll post it. I have like a big list in my head that I'd really like to get down on paper. And we've actually already started doing some of the things. We got our tree. We got our lights up outside because we did it the day after Thanksgiving because I couldn't wait any longer. Our elf on the shelf, Diego, has arrived. Diego's been very busy this week getting himself into trouble at our house. We started our advent calendar today. So we already have done a bunch of things that I would include on a holiday bucket list. But that's also another fun consideration for you to think about is like, what would you put on your holiday bucket list? And you might have a family one, you might have a personal one, totally up to you. So I will try to get to that in the next week and post that on Instagram so that you guys can see what our family holiday bucket list looks like. All right. So I have one more thing for you to think about in December. How are you going to create some fire in December? So I'm not talking about putting a fire in your fireplace, although you should totally do that if you have a functional fireplace. I have two fireplaces in my house and they're both broken. So the fire I'm talking about is fire within you and the fire that you're going to start to feel as we approach a new year. So I'm not asking you to actually do anything for 2018 because I want you to enjoy the end of 2017. I want you to enjoy your holiday season. 
I don't want you to start actually like working on 2018 yet, unless you feel inclined to do so. But what I want you to just start doing is start to have some awareness around what a new year could mean to you. I'm not even going to bring up new year's resolutions because they're totally not my jam, but what could a new year mean to you? What kinds of things would you like to see shifting, growing, evolving? What kind of things are lighting you up right now that maybe you're not really capitalizing on. So maybe there's some things where you've been like, I've really been meaning to do something. I've really wanted to do something. I haven't fully taken advantage of something. And you're like, 2018 is the year. Like I'm going all in. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. So just start to acknowledge some of those things. So that when the time comes, you are prepared to start taking action. The end of 2017 can definitely be some time for relaxing, for resting, for recovery, for recharging, but then also starting to mentally prepare yourself for momentum and movement and magic and all the things that can start happening with a new year. And that doesn't mean the expectation of like, what are my new year's resolutions going to be? And what are we starting on January 1st? I want it to be much more along the lines of... What is like burning inside of me that I have not taken the time to acknowledge or I have not taken the time to invest in exploring or I've not taken the time to really consider how it could impact my life if I really start to move in a direction that lights me up. And that might be in terms of self-care. That might be working out. It might be going back to the gym. It might be like eating better. It could be any of those kinds of more traditional things when we think of what we start in a new year, but it could also be other kinds of things. It could be 
creating your own jewelry company like Effie Tal. It could be like I'm starting this writing project in January that I'm totally nervous about, but it's also lighting a huge fire in me. So I'm going to start doing the artist way. And it's and one part of the artist way is doing this 90 day commitment which was, I thought, 30 days when I signed up for it, but it's 90 days. So I'm just going with it. A 90 day commitment to writing in the morning. And I'm very, very excited about it. It's going to be totally out of my comfort zone. It's going to be very different. Like I'm so committed to my morning routine as it is. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how can I squeeze this writing project in there? But I'm very excited to see what that's going to be like. So I'm really like getting myself pumped up about it, excited about it. I'm reading about it. I'm researching I'm not doing anything to actually start it now. I'm just getting myself ready to go. Like I'm building up the anticipation so that I can be really excited and motivated when January 1st hits. So that's one of the things that I'm doing that has me really lit up. And I'm considering what could be one of the outcomes of that. I'm considering when I make this commitment, some really cool things could happen. Like this could get me more back into writing. I used to do a lot more writing than I do now. Now I do a lot of talking. You may have noticed. So I'm constantly talking, but I would like to get back into writing a little bit more regularly. I used to do a lot of blogging and I don't mean to brag, but I felt like I was kind of good at it. Like I'm not saying I was brilliant, but I was decent and I would like to get back into some writing. I don't think I will go back to blogging necessarily per se, but I think that getting back to some writing could be really valuable for me in the new year. So that's one of the things that I'm starting to like stoke my fire a little bit for the upcoming year. So I want you to think about what is going to light a fire in you so that when the new year hits, you're like ready to take action on something new. It doesn't have to be January 1st, but just something new. Like, what do you want 2018 to be like for you? Another thing I'm really excited about, I have a word for 2018 and I am not a person who has a word of the year. And I have a lot of friends, especially in the entrepreneurial space, especially in the life coaching space, a lot of friends who have like a new word every year. So maybe the word is momentum or love or compassion. There's all sorts of different ways and directions I've seen people use these words and kind of theme their year around it. And that's just not something I've ever felt drawn to. But I was listening to Elizabeth D'Alto over on her show, Untame the Wild Soul. And I love her and adore her. And I highly recommend her show. And she was talking about her word of the year a few years ago being ease. And she said that. And I was like, ease, I need more ease. Like it just like struck me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like this is my first word of the year. So this happened like a month or so ago. And it has not like the strength of that moment has not diminished a tiny bit at all. So I'm very excited to have my first word of the year. You're the first to hear it here on the Shameless Mom Academy. But my first word of the year, my word for 2018 is going to be ease. And there's a lot of reasons I'm picking that word. I can't share all of them right now. There's some cool things I have in the pipeline in 2018. And I need ease to be a part of that. And I know that it will help me help you. And it will help me with my mission to impact other people's lives. If I have more ease in my life. So I'm excited to share more about that as I get into it. But that's another thing that's like really getting me pumped up and fired up for December as we approach and anticipate 2018. So there's your three things to think about in December, fuel, freedom and fun and fire. I'm going to leave you with that. If you want to make a list. So in November, I said, Hey, if you want to make your list of grace and gratitude and giving and take a picture of it and send it to me, I would love to see it or take a picture of it and tag me on social media. And a number of you did that. And it was so amazing to see. So do definitely feel free to send me any pictures. If you want to take your, again, take your piece of scratch paper, divide it into three columns, fuel, freedom and fun and fire. And then make a list. Like, what are the three things I'm going to do to fuel myself in December? What are the three things I'm going to do to create freedom and fun in December? 
what are the three areas of fire that are burning in me that I'm like ready to tap into in the come the new year that I'm just going to give some thought to in December. So if you want to put that list together, go ahead and post on social media, tag me at the shameless mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to see it. And I would love to hear from you and I would love to support you in whatever you're working on. So that's always very, very fun to have you guys engage with the episodes in that way. All right. I'm going to let you get back to your day. Now I want you to, before you get going, I want you to make sure you do check out our sponsors. So check out canvaspeople.com and check out effytal.com, both places. You can use the code shameless to get your special discounts and gifts from them. And thank you for listening. Thank you for spending time with me in the shameless mom Academy. Do share this episode. If this episode was important to you, if this episode can impact someone else who needs to fuel themselves, who needs to add freedom and fun to their December, who needs to light a little fire inside of them, please share this episode. And you can do that by taking a screenshot and posting it on social media, tagging me at the Shameless Mom Academy. If you do that, I will definitely comment right away. And I have to give a shout out to a couple mamas. I have two Instagram followers who are actually friends. They seem to be connected. I'm assuming they're friends. They commented each other's things and they consistently share episodes and then share their shares with me. And I kind of adore them. So I just want to give big shout outs and love to it's Christine McDowell and Small Bites Wellness on Instagram because they are constantly giving me shout outs and sharing episodes and spreading the shameless love. And I just could not be more grateful and more appreciative. So thank you. Thank you. It's Christine McDowell and Small Bites Wellness on Instagram for all the love. I really, really appreciate it. If this is your first time listening to the show, know that we do have new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and we have a great episode, great interview coming up on Wednesday. So do come back for that. You can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash review, that will drop you into our Apple podcast portal where you can click subscribe and get episodes as soon as they are released. So you'll never miss an episode. And while you're there, make sure you write a review. We just hit 200 reviews, people, 200 reviews. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That means the world to me. It takes a lot of work to get 200 reviews. It takes a lot of asking for reviews. So I really appreciate those of you who have popped over and left me a couple sentences, just letting you know, letting me know what the show means to you. That means the world to me. And it gets me so fired up to continue showing up every week, twice a week to give you things that will inspire you and motivate you and help you live bigger, bolder, and braver every damn day. So have a fantastic day. Come back again on Wednesday for a great interview episode. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
you get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.